What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and excited to be with you today for another episode. Brad, what's up, my brother? How are you doing? What are you grateful for today? Let's freaking go. I'm pumped up. Let's go, man. I, uh, I'm grateful for a healthy body today. I woke up feeling good. I'm diving into keto. And when you wake up and you're like, I can move my arms and legs, I'm generally free of chronic pain. It's like, how can you not be grateful? Because there's a lot of people out there that can't say that. And so, yeah, that is a baseline for me today. It's making uh it's making it a good day. I am with you. I'm grateful for my body today. I'm grateful for fasting. I'm on hour 40 right now. I feel light. I feel good. Clearing out my body and uh empty. yeah, empty. Ready for <laughs> ready for a good episode, man. Um so guys, today we have a Q&A episode. Before we dive in, I just want to say if you find any value from today's episode, we would really really appreciate it if you uh, subscribe to us if you're watching on YouTube, left a comment with your own question or anything you want to say, like the video if you're watching on or listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, we would really appreciate a five star review and you to follow us on there. So with that being said, let's jump in. We have a question today from Jim. Uh, it says, Hi, guys, I'm 23, recently graduated university, been working at my current job for two months, and I hate it. I was completely misled as to what the job would involve and the company culture is terrible. Been frantically applying for jobs trying to get out of there and my belief that things are going to get better is hard to hold. Jim, thank you so much for your question. Um, I think there's a lot that we can talk about here. The first thing I want to say before we even jump in anything is you said that the belief that things are going to get better is hard to hold. I challenge you to hold on to that belief as tightly as you possibly can, as strongly as you possibly can, because without that belief, things will not get better. Things will not get better if you don't believe they're going to get better. But you have to keep that belief that things are going to get better because they absolutely can and they absolutely will if you continue with that belief and you exercise upon it based on a bunch of the things we're going to talk about today. So I just wanted to start out by saying that that is the most important thing is do not lose that belief. Um, as far as your issues go, so basically, let's break this down for a second, you were misled at the job as to what it would involve and the company culture. So it sounds like basically, you're doing things that you weren't expecting you were going to be doing. And you don't like the way the company operates and the culture it has. So there's a couple things here that we can talk about for you to A, learn lessons from, B, look for things in your new company, and C, just gain clarity as a whole on what it is that you want to be doing going forward. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about, Brad, I'm just going to jump in here real quick. I, I just, the first thing that I have to say is, you know, if you are having trouble with the company culture, as far as you doing a job that was different than you said, and they just played out lied, there's not much you can do about it if they just plain out lied. What I would say is use that as a lesson to ask more questions in your next interviews for whatever job you're looking for next. But before we even get there, let's address this company culture thing. Because you may have a problem with that anywhere you go. 
what I would say is start by exemplifying the culture that you seek. You may not be able to change the company culture as a whole, especially if it's a big company, but you will set a standard for yourself that will become obvious to those around you and give you more clarity as to what you want in your next opportunity and how to identify if it even exists in that opportunity. Um, so I would say, first off, start by exemplifying exactly the person that you would expect to uh, exactly the culture that you would expect. Um, Brad, can I build on that really please quick? Please do. Because I think this whole thing is an opportunity, Jim, for you to battle test yourself. You're 23. You're at the beginning of your career. Believe me, things only get easier as you have more experience and you get older. So you're at you're at the beginner stages. This is this is when things are going to be their hardest and you should take this as an awesome opportunity to battle test, to train yourself to deal with these situations. Ultimately, this may sound hard to believe, but this situation is actually low stakes for you. You've got so much running room ahead of you, so much growth to do, so much learning to do. Your path is just getting fostered right now. And so you should be seeking every opportunity to take what you can and learn from this situation. And I'd actually say, as I reflect on my own past work experiences, the first job I had out of college at 23, it was the worst company culture. I mean, I, we'll just say it's just as bad as, as you were experiencing. It was a toxic one. It was 100-hour work weeks. It was you get shit on pretty much regardless of what your work product was. Things were never good enough. And the whole tone set in the company was that the people who were above you had got shit on. So it was their job to shit on you. They grew up in a culture that was toxic and nasty. So they pushed it downwards. That was just how things worked. So I hear you. At the time, I didn't have the tools to recognize just how good of an experience that was for me. Because what it did was make the next job so much easier. When I left that place and I went to go work at Uber, I was not very good at my first job. And a big part of it was I was not handling that culture well. But it did set this tone in my mind for what bad looks like. Also, how to get through those tough times was something that I just naturally had to build a skill set for. I had to figure out how to manage my emotional state, how to get work done, and how to push through those tough times. But then when I went to Uber... I was a rock star because it was a great culture there and put me now in that situation after having been in the bad situation, I was able to open up and be a rock star version of myself because I'd been battle tested in this negative scenario. And so I think you should recognize that going through this tough time is going to make your future situations go a lot better. And so instead of viewing this as a, an extremely negative experience, you can view it as an investment in your own mental fortitude and know that when you do find the right place that better fits you culturally, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an opportunity where you're going to be the best version of yourself because of the training that you're doing right now. And I think to... I'll put a 
definitely a bit of a ramble alert here. But to to put a pin on or to circle back what Josh had said in terms of um, being the culture that you want to be, the more you can train yourself now to have a good mental state, to master your internal emotions in a way that you are exemplifying the culture that you want to be around. If you can train those skills in a place that is so negative and you're essentially fighting it, when you go to and find a place that aligns with you, it'll be like hitting the gas pedal. And so I'd say that this is more than anything, a massive opportunity to invest in yourself and build skills early in your career that will have compounding interest for the rest of whatever it is that you find your passion about for the rest of your life. I was going to say something along those lines, but you said it's so much better than me. That was that. No, seriously, Jim, that is such a good point that Brad made. Like if you use this as exercise for your mental fortitude, any opportunity you go into next is going to feel easy. This is preparing you for you know, anything. So I would say that you will look back at this experience in the future. And even though you think it's horrible now, you may look back at it as a horrible experience, but you're going to look back on it and be grateful that you went through it because you're going to learn a lot from it. And whatever you do next is going to feel a whole lot better, hopefully because of this experience that you went through. Last thing, and we can move on from this specific topic. There's a a narrative that I've built for myself because I had a similar, it's a different type of experience, but moving from my last business to this business, my last business, I knew it wasn't a toxic environment, but it was a stressful and difficult environment. So it wasn't a cultural issue, but like running the business was hard. But I had that learning from the first toxic place I had been, how to endure through the stress and the identity that I had built for myself is one that is unshakable. Like you can't call yourself unshakable if no one's ever tried to shook you. And so this is actually an opportunity to develop the narrative, the identity of being someone that is unshakable because you're in a situation where you need to be unshakable to get through it. And so if you never have a situation where someone's putting your feet to the fire and you're never stressed and you're never fighting a bad culture, then you never get to identify as unshakable because it was all easy for you. So, and eventually something's going to be hard. And so you might as well develop that narrative and that identity as soon as you possibly can in your career. Man, you're on fire today, bro. The breakdowns by breath. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah. So I would also say, you know, Aside from everything that Brad said, those are the most important things. What Brad said is the most important lesson to take. We could end this podcast right now, and that would be that would be the best advice that you could take is everything that Brad just said. I would say in addition to that, there's a couple other things that you can do, um, which aren't as important, but still can be lessons that you take away from this, which is... I'm I'm sorry. I keep cutting you Please off. Please keep cutting Can I just, me off, I, dude. Just a bit, just to build on why it's the most important thing, is because it's the epitome of controlling the controllables. You can't control the control. You can't control the culture, but you can control your response to the culture, and you can control having the belief that you talked about at the beginning of the episode. Even though it's trying to slip away from you, fighting every morning, going through the repetition 
of having the belief that things are going to get better. And now also the new belief that this is actually a situation that's benefiting you. Those are things that are in your control. And so we can give that advice and know that really, Jim, it's just up to you to go do it because it's in your control. We're not waiting for things outside to get better. You're fixing what's inside and that's up to you. And that's why it's good advice because you can actually go take action on it every day and that's what you should do. And by the way, those things that Brad is is saying are contagious. So number one, you may start to spread that in the current company that you're in. But furthermore, when you go and apply for your next job, they will recognize that in you, in your interview process. They'll recognize what sort of identity you've built, what sort of culture you represent, how you'll fit into the company if you do all those things that Brad just said. Um, Which brings me into the the next thing I was going to say is, you know, one of the things that you can do right now is start to figure out ways of how to identify if a company actually has the culture that you want. So for example, when you go to your next interviews for whatever job you're going to apply to next, figure out what questions to ask, what sort of things to look for when you go into the building to prove to yourself that the culture you're looking for does exist there. Because I agree with you, company culture is a very important thing. Um, So I would say, figure out what ways you could confirm that that culture exists. And also, I would use it as a learning experience of ask more questions around what the job specifically is going to be that you're doing. Because like you said, you are in this job right now, and they apparently lied to you about the type of work that you're going to be doing. So I would say use that as an ex- a learning experience to ask very specific, very detailed questions in your next interview for whatever job you're going to next so that you have a very clear picture of exactly what your day-to-day is going to look like. One thing to, to build on that, I think uh, a career hack to figure out if culture is something you're actually compatible with, ask to talk to current members of the team and essentially, like once you have the job and you're close to the end of the interview, usually they ask, okay, can you, uh, you know, do you have any questions? Is there any other follow-up needed? Ask if you can talk to people from the team that you're going to be on or just somebody at the company to test out the culture. And you can be honest about that because of your past experiences with it. And if they don't let you talk to somebody, that should be a red flag. And when you talk to the person on... When you talk to that person, it can't be 100% that that person's going to be honest with you, but you can read body language, their level of enthusiasm about the business and get a read into the inside. The other thing, this is just a totally random aside, but use Glassdoor uh, when you're doing (laughs) and vetting out companies. There's a lot of, uh, you'll usually, you'll see the good and the bad, but uh, just as you're rounding out how to not run into the same exact problem again, use every resource that you have at, you know, at your disposal, which is if you're a mindset mogul, you use every resource you can to get what you want. And so I think, uh, yeah, use all the tools possible for the, for the next go around. Man, I honestly don't even know what else I can add because I feel like you've just brought you. I, I would literally follow your advice to a T. I feel like you, Everything that you said is exactly what I would do in Jim's scenario. And I'm not sure what else. I'm not sure what else there is. 
I think we can leave it at one final thing that, uh, Jim, you're 23. This is, I'm guessing this is the first job you have out of, out of school. If not, it's still, it's early in your career. Slow the situation down and take a deep breath and recognize, yes, these things suck. Use the framing and the reframing that we talked about earlier in the episode to recognize that this is an opportunity to become battle-tested, to become a unshakable version of yourself. And then before you move on to the next thing, make sure you have full clarity on what it is that you want in that next role. Start cultivating what the person would need to be today to thrive in that role. So embody that culture that Josh talked about. But take your time on seeking out what the next thing is. And don't that you mentioned the word frantic. I've felt that way before. And if you move too quick, you end up moving slowly because you're not moving in the right direction. And so take some time to gain clarity, self-reflect on what it is that you do want, and then start directing consistent action towards going to seek out that thing. So take a deep breath, take your time. This is not as urgent as it might feel. And then start taking the steps forward once you've got that clarity on what it is that you want and you've settled the situation down. I would add what that's great. I would add one more thing to that is when you are feeling like there's no way out and you're losing belief in yourself and you feel like you're spiraling downhill, just like we did when we started this episode, go to gratitude. Be grateful for the fact that you have a job. Be grateful for the fact that you are being battle tested and you're able to build up this strong character because there are plenty of people who don't have a job. There are plenty of people who are homeless. There are plenty of people who don't have access to running water. There are plenty of people who don't have all their limbs. Like I, the list goes on and on and on. But when you start to think about that in those scenarios where you feel like you're downward spiraling, you stop the downward spiraling in your mind. And you go back to belief and you go back to looking at things half full instead of half empty. And that in itself is just a powerful tactic for in the moment to use is just simply going to gratitude. Um, so yeah, I think, I think this was good. I think Jim, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you found value out of this. Hang in there. You're going to be okay. Um, things are going to work out for you. Just keep that belief. So Brad, do you have anything else to add? No, you, you nailed Cl it, man. Starting and closing <laughs> it out with gratitude is, uh, exemplifies being a mindset mogul. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Well, Jim, thank you so much for your question. Everybody listening. Thank you very much for listening to this point in the episode. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave a comment with your own question or email into support at mindsetmogul.com. If you are on Apple, Spotify, Google, please leave a five-star review and give us a follow. We would really, really appreciate that. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.